Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The parable of the prodigal son, one of my favorite stories in the entire Bible, probably one of yours as well. What a joyous, what a comforting story for sinners, for you and for me. This was a parable that Jesus told to the Pharisees and the scribes who grumbled, saying, This man receives sinners and eats with them, from Luke 15, verse 2. They grumbled because, as Luke tells us, the tax collectors and sinners were all drawing near to him. Interesting crowd. Tax collectors and sinners. Pharisees and scribes. Jesus brought them all together. And Jesus tells them stories. The shepherd and his lost sheep. A woman who lost and then found a coin. And then our story. The story of a joyous father who has lost a son, but then found him again, and a sulking older brother who could not bear to watch. An older brother could not abide this wayward sibling who receives a royal welcome. Bring quickly the best robe and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet, and bring the fattened calf and kill it, and let us eat and celebrate. A party and a ring. The family emblem restored to this one. This prodigal? It is so much better than he deserved. So much better than the older brother himself, the faithful son that had ever enjoyed during all these long years of service to dad. So what were the Pharisees and scribes supposed to think when they heard this story? The Pharisees, of course, are the older brother, the older son, and the story contains for them a clear rebuke. You faithful guardians of the Torah, do not begrudge the father. Do not begrudge the father his waiting, his watching, his longing. Do not look upon them with scorn as he trains his eyes on the homestead road, his heart aching for the son who departed. No matter the circumstances, no matter the offense, no matter the arrogance of your brother, this is his son. Do not begrudge the father his joy, his lavish overreaction, his shameless forgetting of the past. This is his son, and he has come home. The Pharisees are the older son, and Jesus rebukes them. But notice how gently Jesus rebukes them. No thunderous, woe to you, O Pharisees. No, you brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come. No whitewashed tombs or other sarcastic quips. No, come on, Pharisees, you've been complaining about my eating with tax collectors and sinners since chapter 5. No, instead, Jesus must have slowed down and looked right into their eyes. As he comes to this point in the parable, as the father pleads, son, you are always with me and all that is mine is yours. Think about it. This, your brother was dead and is alive. He was lost and is found. You dear Pharisees and scribes, you have come to grumble, grumble and complain. Stay to rejoice. Stay with us, Jesus pleads. 
Stay with us and celebrate joy, the joy of repentance, the joy of the kingdom of God. The grace given by the Father, even to this one, his son. What are the Pharisees supposed to think as they hear this parable? Yes, they are the older son, but not right away. First, as the story unfolds, the Pharisees and the scribes, the tax collectors and the sinners, literally all of us identify with the father and with the younger son. What son cannot identify with disobeying and disrespecting his father? What son has not feared, if not experienced, I'm sorry, what father has not feared, if not experienced, his child's wayward rejection? And who can listen to Jesus here and not be moved when the father sees his lost son? With the hem of his robe in his hand, his sandals pounding up a cloud of dust, and his heart racing, he strains to hold him once again. What if this were me? What if this were me as the son or as the father? Before God, this is me. I am the son and he is the father. Oh, what joy, what relief, what love, and the best robe and a ring and sandals and an over-the-top banquet, really? My goodness, yes, let's have it all. It is the hearer's initial identification with the younger son that makes the second part of Jesus' parable work. You cannot begrudge the wayward son the compassion, the love, the welcome, the joy which you yourself have received from God. The very love and forgiveness and acceptance that you sought, however, imperfectly. You simply must rejoice. So the Pharisees are both sons, and of course, so are we. Prone to wander, retrieved, and received by our God in Christ Jesus again and again and again. And yet, in spite of it all, judging ourselves more deserving of God's love than other brothers and sisters, failing miserably to appreciate the depth and fervency of God's longing to find his still lost children. The parable of the prodigal son, what a story. What a scene. Behold, the tax collectors, prostitutes, the sinners all leaning in to catch every word that Jesus speaks. Behold, the Pharisees and the scribes, respected pillars of society, pondering, weighing the words of this tale. And then behold who it is that is speaking, Jesus Christ, the Son of the Father, our brother. In some ways, he is like the older brother in the parable. He is the faithful son in the family. Look, these many years I have served you, and I never disobeyed your command. Luke 15, 29. The older son says, Son, you are always with me, and all that, I, that is mine is yours, is the father's reply to the faithful son. And at the same time, Jesus is so very different than this older brother, this older son in the parable. In this season of Lent, we marvel that the Son of God allows himself to be treated so badly that his brothers might be treated so well. Go forth, my son, go forth and find your brother. 
Depart from your home, from your robe, from your ring, from your table. Walk the cruel road, find him, and bring him home. Lose everything so that your brother might gain everything. Suffer everything so that your brother might escape his unquenchable suffering. And your brother Jesus did. For your sake he made himself poor. For you he hungered and thirsted. And no one gave him anything. In his hunger he received the taunts and the temptations of the devil. In his thirst they gave him gall to drink. For you he spent everything. For you he squandered everything. For you to find you he entered every unclean place pig fields, and cemeteries among demon-possessed men. He ate with prostitutes, tax collectors, and sinners. Foxes have holes, birds have nests. He had no place to lay his head. He spent everything. He squandered everything. Until at last he hung naked on a cross, crucified amongst thieves. Jesus, the Son of God, your brother. You, sons and daughter of God, what a home you have been welcomed into. What a banquet has been prepared before you. What a father you have who runs to you and embraces you and kisses you. And what a brother. So come with your brother, Jesus, and with one another. Share the feast of our Father's love. We must celebrate and be glad, even as we pray and labor and share the Father's longing that more and more of his still lost sons and daughters might join us here. Amen.